Hello and welcome to another edition of the Bible Code. Who won the victory for Gideon and the 300? That is our topic for today. For a copy of these transcripts, please go to www.dnainthebible.com. In the book of Judges, in chapter 7, Gideon faces war with the Midianites. In our previous study, we looked at the fleece prayer that Gideon made after encountering the angel of the Lord. And that fleece and water represents Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Now, this study on the army of Gideon is a fascinating look into Bible numbers, including DNA knowledge. Again, why are we finding so many examples of a DNA code? Well, could the Bible indeed be the seed we are born again by, as stated in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23? If you are new to this study, I encourage you to read the study on What is the Word of God? You will find that on the website. Before we look at the items taken into battle, let us look at verses 13 and 14 of chapter 7 in the book of Judges. Here we will see who is waging the war and is responsible for the victory against the Midianites. The angel of the Lord told Gideon to go into this camp to help the Gideons with Gideon's fear. Why? Because the Lord wanted Gideon to hear from the enemy's mouth that they were defeated. Let us read. Verse 13, And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow, and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread, tumbled into the host of Midian, and came unto a tent, and smote it that it fell, and overturned it, that the tent lay long. Verse 14, And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the host. My question to you is, does the content of verses 13 and 14 relate to how these two numbers are defined in the King James Bible? The number 13 is defined for depravity and rebellion, and the number 14 for deliverance and salvation. We have covered both of those numbers, and you can find the information on both those numbers on the website. Notice in verse 13, a Midianite saw bread coming into a tent and killing its inhabitants in his dream. The Midianites are being judged for their wickedness. And who is doing the judging and execution of the punishment? The answer is Jesus Christ. Verse 14 explains who the bread is, also called the sword of Gideon. In verse 14, Jesus Christ will bring salvation to Gideon's army by delivering them from the hand of the Midianites. The word sword and bread are found together in 46 chapters of the New Testament. I took the two words that we just read in verses 13 and 14, the bread that rolled into the tent, and they said that the bread is nothing else save the sword of Gideon. That is where I got those two words, and again, they are found together in 46 chapters of the New Testament. Consider this example of bread relating to Jesus Christ in the tabernacle. The word showbread and showbread is found inside the tabernacle, is found 14 times in 14 chapters and in 14 verses of the Old Testament, the number again for salvation and deliverance. The showbread represents the body of Jesus Christ, broken for us. But there is another point I want to make, found in verse 15. It reads, 
And it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof that he worshiped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord had delivered into your hands the host of Midian. Gideon spoke 13 words. Once more, 13 is a number for depravity and rebellion. But who becomes sin for us in the Bible? The answer is Jesus Christ. In the link above for the study of the number 13, you will understand that Jesus Christ becomes this number for the sins of the world. Again, I ask you, who won this battle? The answer is Jesus Christ. In verse 15, Gideon worships God because he knows the victory has already been won. The number 15 is the number for rest in the King James Bible. Gideon had rest in his soul because he saw the victory had already occurred. God already won the battle. He just needed Gideon to show up and claim the promise. In verses 3 through 7 in chapter 7, find God testing which men will be in Gideon's army. What does God use to test the men? The answer is water. As we learned in part one of our previous study, what is the fleece in the Bible, the fleece prayer contained the element of water. Water is symbolic of the Holy Ghost. Now let us talk for a moment about who was in the army of Gideon and how God chose the men. Did God pick men, arrange them into groups, and give them items that all pointed the same number as the true in God? The number three? Let us take a look. For starters, there were 300 men, that's three times 100, which were divided into three groups, each giving them three items. The items? All three were given a trumpet, pitchers, a lamp, and all three of these items are found in 23 books of the Old Testament. The men held the trumpet in the right hand. The phrase right hands is found three times in three chapters, three verses, and three books of the Bible. Now, does that seem like just a coincidence to you? Let us take a look in Judges chapter 7, verses 16 to 20, about the items taken into battle by the 300 and see what other words and phrases there are for a Bible code. And he divided the 300 men into three companies, and he put a trumpet in each man's hand, in every man's hand, with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me, and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall you do. Ye do. When I blow with the trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of all the camp, and say, The sword of the Lord, and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And they had but newly set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal. And they cried the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Let us pick this apart and see what Bible codes there are. What about the time Gideon and all his men surrounded the camp? Let us start there. Is this time significant? It was called the middle watch. And that happens to be about midnight. The word midnight is used in the Bible 14 times and in 13 chapters and 13 verses. Again, 
the number four, deliverance and salvation, and 13 being the number that Jesus Christ became, which is depravity and rebellion in order to save the world. What other examples are there in the Bible that relate to midnight? In the book of Exodus, when the firstborn was killed, we see that the plague of the firstborn happened at midnight. The bridegroom in Matthew chapter 25, when he comes, it is at midnight. And when Paul and Silius experienced an earthquake while singing in the prison before their shekels fell off, they were able to witness to the prison guard this happened at midnight. Just like midnight, noon uses the number 12 also. And there is one extremely important event that happened at the number 12 for noon. That happened to be when Christ was judged on the cross and darkness fell upon the earth. The time was noon 12 to 3 o'clock, exactly three hours. Another point I'd like to make is that the phrase, the sword of the Lord, which is what they said when they were surrounding the camp after breaking the pitchers and blowing the trumpets, is found five times in five verses. It happens to be the number for grace, and we have studied this. It is also the number copied by Lucifer to be like the Most High, Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. God had already won the battle. Gideon just had to walk in in obedience, a wonderful example of grace. But now let's focus our attention on the three items given to the men. They were trumpets, pitchers, and a lamp. The lamp was inside the pitcher. The men blew the trumpet while breaking the pitchers to reveal the lamp inside. But how does this relate to a Bible code and does this relate to DNA? Let me ask you, who does the trumpet and the light represent? The answer is Jesus Christ. Consider this, light is found in 46 books of the Bible and trumpet is found in 23 books of the Bible. Both light and trumpets are symbols of Jesus Christ. Consider that in 1 Corinthians, the 46th book of the Bible, we see the church's rapture when believers receive their glorified bodies at the sound of the last trump. Revelations chapter 4 compares a voice speaking with John as a trumpet. And finally, the walls of Jericho came down after they had compassed the city a total of 13 times. One for the days one through six, and on the seventh day, they compassed the city seven times. Then they blew the trumpet. As for the light, the gospel is compared to light. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 is where we see the gospel being compared to light. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5, we are told that Christians are children of light. Again, I look at all of this and I think, can this just be coincidental? Now, the last thing I'd like to point out, and I will conclude with, is a victory of Gideon and what occurs right afterward. And is there a DNA code? Gideon is victorious as the Lord said he would be. And as a result, we see in chapter 8, verse 23, Gideon refusing to rule over the people as they requested. And I point this out because this happens to be found in the 23rd verse. And it reads, And Gideon said unto them, I will not rule over you, neither shall my son rule over you. The Lord shall rule over you. Now, the verse number is 23. One more example of DNA code pointing to Jesus Christ, who is the promised seed. Again, for those who are new to this, 23 happens to be the seed from a father at conception. 
You are either of the first Adam who sinned in the garden, who was earthy, or the Bible says you are of the second Adam who is spiritual, heavenly. And it is the word, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, that is the incorruptible seed you are born again by. Again, that is found in the 23rd verse of 1 Peter chapter 1. Here in Judges chapter 8, verse 23, we see that Gideon is refusing both him and his son from ruling over these people after the victory of this war and reminding them that it is the Lord that shall rule over them. The next thing that happens is that Gideon requests the earrings of the prey that were killed. The weight of the gold taken was 1,700 shekels. Gideon made an ephod and put it in the city of Ophrah. And I apologize if I am saying any of this incorrectly. The problem was this ephod, it says in chapter 8, verse 27, became a snare unto Gideon and to his house. Why? Well, we don't see any mention that this memorial he made with this gold of the prey of the Midianites he killed was in obedience to God. And I find it interesting that it says that him and his house, that this would become a snare. And snare is found 46 times in the King James Bible. This ephod was like an oversized tank top or shirt, and it could have been used as a flag, a victory flag. Bowing and saluting to it would be considered a form of idolatry. And we serve a jealous God that does not share in the victory that he fought. Now, I know we covered a lot of things in this study, and I highly recommend that you go to the website and actually print this out so that you can visually see it. But this is a wonderful example of Bible codes and DNA knowledge that our Bible is not by chance the verses, the chapters, and the words used. And when scholars or people try to go and change, you're actually doing gene editing. The King James Bible continues to show that even though it might be old in some people's opinion, this book is quite advanced, showing a code that could only have been placed there by God. That the words and the context of the verses and the chapters all line up to the content of what the scripture is actually saying. God is the only one that could have done this. Join me next time as we look at another example of the Bible Code.